Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode with Dr. Latifat, aka Manifit MD. How are you guys doing today? How is your week going? I am doing fabulous. So, depending on when you listen to this, it is June, and I live in California. Oh my goodness, guys! It is hot, hot, hot. <laughs> it is hot. Um, but anyway, so what I find is that when the weather is like super hot, it actually affects my recording because. I mean, we are still in the COVID era and it's really summer right now. So the kids are actually out of school. So what I find is that my kids are heck aloud. <laughs> they are. So whenever it comes to recording, we usually try to record in the office, which is a little bit detached from where they are. But when it is like 5,000 degrees outside, like it is over here right now in Northern California, what it means is that it actually does affect when I record. So Anyways, there's a lot of logistics, and I know that most of you guys are women. Most of you guys are physicians listening to this, so the struggle is real. But anyways, I hope you guys are doing fabulous um, today and this week, and I hope you're having a good summer. By the way, if you're trying to go anywhere at all, international at all, passports has been a nightmare. I'm not sure why I brought that up, but I just wanted you to know. And seriously, if you have any tips and you listen to this before July 4th, let me know. Email me at MoneyFeedMD. Let me know what tips you have and how to figure out a way to get passports in less than eight weeks. You will be the love of my life forever if you can share any tips with me about that. I had zero plans of talking about this when I started recording, but anyways, that's a big issue or big stuff that's going on in my life right now because we're trying to do some traveling now that the world is a little bit safer, hopefully for a long time. But this whole passport stuff is like trying to you know, put a little bit of sand in my food, if you know what that means. But for today, I wanted to speak with us about this whole idea of money mindset and what exactly it is. I will be honest with you, I knew nothing about money mindset. In fact, I'm like, what the heck is mindset? So if you're listening to this and you're like, Latifat, what the heck is mindset? Don't worry, I got you. I was there and I know exactly how you're feeling right now because everyone keeps talking throwing this mindset stuff around and like, what the heck is that? What does that even mean? I'm going to be talking about that a little bit today. And I want you to stay tuned because I think you're going to love this episode. So when I found out about this whole mindset stuff, it actually was a couple of years ago. I mean, if you're a human, you have your set of beliefs, you have your set of thoughts, sort of like the set of how you view life, the glasses through which you view life. And if you put all that together in terms of the different aspects of your life to different aspects of your finances, then the combination of all that together is what we call your mindset. So your mindset is a sum total of the beliefs or thoughts you have about specific things. And this could be any part of your life, not just finances. This could be how you relate with your children, with your spouse, with the world, how you view the world, the set of beliefs that we have. And I don't think we all quite understood, or at least I don't think I quite understood the gravity of how much of an effect that actually has on your lives and the results that we all create in this world. 
for those that have listened to my story at all, I spent the first couple of years of my financial journey trying to figure out the math because I thought to myself that if I could just learn how to invest, if I could just learn how to create a budget, if I could just learn exactly what percentage to the whatever decimal point I'm supposed to spend on this stuff, then my life would be good. I'll be able to figure out this money stuff, right? And a lot of times we all think that the reason why we haven't figured out the financial part is because we still have a lot to learn. What I ended up finding out though, like the mindset of the beliefs, the thoughts, the the way we think about all the stuff becomes more like the part of the iceberg that's below the, you know, the surface of the water. It's sort of like the foundational stuff that if we don't figure out, I promise you, it makes it hard for you to get the math stuff because ultimately the math is only about 20%. The rest of the psychology, how you think about it, how you interpret it, that is the 80%. And you may have heard about this term of this code that says whether you think you can or you think you cannot, you are right. And the difference between those two things is really how you internalize how you interpret what you think you can or you cannot do. So I'll give you more specific examples. If you're maybe you're an employed physician, you've been asking or thinking that you deserve a raise at work or whether you're not a physician, you deserve a raise at work. You want to, you know, you think you should be getting more income than what you're earning from your clinical job, from your physician job. Um, but you're concerned about asking because you're like, well, I don't know that I'm going to get, it. I don't think I'm going to get it. That by itself makes you unlikely to get it because now you're not asking for what may actually truly be yours. And in fact, I was speaking with a physician a couple of months ago um, and she is, um, she works in a GI practice that's not mine. And she found out that a colleague of hers was getting paid about, I want to say about 60 or $70,000 more per year than she, she was. And interestingly enough, this person was hired after she was hired. And the reason that she was told was that you didn't ask, right? This said it was because she didn't believe she could get more. And she said she didn't think she could get more either. So the reason why she did not was one, because there are assholes in the world <laughs> that, that don't give you what should be rightfully yours, but also because she did not think she could get it. So she did not ask about it. And if she had asked, she may or may not have but there was a chance that she could have gotten it. But the fact that she didn't ask at all meant that her chances of actually getting it was zero, right? There are other areas of your finances that that could actually come into play. So debt is a huge one for a lot of physicians. You know, it's not rare for us to have multiple six figures, 200, 300, $400,000 in debt after completing our medical school training. And what happens is that the way we think about that debt, whether you're like, I'm gonna ignore this because it's not important, or I'm gonna pay it up and crazily kill myself and like work like crazy, not see my family for another 25 years because I have those loans that I just got to pay off. And if I don't pay it off, my life is going to be horrible. I'm not going to be happy. I'm going to be sad and all this other stuff. So my point is how we think about the different aspects of finances, how we think about the different parts of wealth actually does impact our net worth. It affects our wealth. And that is why for people that are in my program, for people that I coach, I really make sure that we get to this deeper level. We do this deeper dive because unless you actually fix that area, 
everything you're doing is just going to be going in circles. It's going to be frustrating. It's not going to be productive. It's going to be exhausting. And you're not going to be able to build wealth the way that you want to build it. However, when we get back to this basis and really fix this underlying foundational issues, which are the set of beliefs or how you think about life, how you interpret life, then ultimately that's when you really start to see the result. In fact, there was a video that I made a couple months ago that I, I think I may have called it like the hustle or something and why I don't like the term hustle. Yeah, it actually rubs me off the wrong way. I don't like the term hustle. But the thing is, when it comes to hustling, it's an energy that's usually created as a result of certain thoughts that you have. And you can have two different people doing the same thing, one with a hustle grinding mentality and the other one more like in flow, suave. And a lot of that energy stuff actually is the result of the thoughts that we're having, which creates feelings that we're having. And that is what's going to help us create actions that is going to either help us achieve our goals or not achieve our goals, right? So this whole thing about mindset, it's truly, truly key. It's truly, truly important. And even when I talk about spending, right? I will tell you that a lot of times when we think about spending, we think about like crazy budgets, like fixed budgets. We think about all those numbers, which I actually don't like those ways of doing budgeting. But ultimately, the way that we think about our spending affects what we spend. It affects the enjoyment we get from what we're spending and ultimately affects that point of us trying to create that rich life that we want. Because ultimately, it's not only about the numbers. It's also about the joy that we're getting from the satisfaction that we're getting from it. And all that goes back to those thoughts and beliefs that we have. Are you guys following? Anyway, so that's part of what I have for you guys today. So if you listen to this and you're like, okay, I kind of, I'm getting it, but how do I figure this out? How do I understand what my mindset is? How do I explore this further? The first thing to understand is that room wasn't built in a day. You are not going to get all this stuff in one day. And as physicians, we can be so, so impatient, right? We want to like fix it all. We want to get to the bottom line. We want to get to the bottom of it. We want to solve this problem right now, right? But ultimately, we have to understand that our mindset, our thoughts, our beliefs are not just things that started today. These are the results of baggage for good or bad that we brought up throughout our lives. So in order to actually work on this mindset and mind shift stuff, it actually does take some time. It takes time. It's work that you can definitely do by yourself. It's work that you may need someone to work along with you with, but ultimately it's something that is definitely doable for you. And I want you to start asking yourself some questions that's gonna help you get deeper into revealing what kind of your own underlying thoughts and underlying beliefs are. And the key is when you start to under, when you start to identify them, a lot of us tend to judge ourselves, right? We become hypercritical. We're like, well, that sucks. Why did I used to think that way? But I and I invite you to instead of judgment, replace that with something that I call curiosity, where you're aware, you're curious, as opposed to judging yourself. Because ultimately, judging doesn't really help you with anything. It only makes you feel bad, makes you feel horrible, and actually is very, very counterproductive. However, when you get to that space of, okay, I'm curious, I'm aware, and now how do I change this from limiting me to sort of empowering me? So there are a couple of different areas that we can think about, and I'm just gonna shoot some areas out to you that you could choose to think about when it comes to mindset. So number one, like I mentioned earlier, is when it comes to spending. How are you spending? 
if I was to give you money right now, if I was to give you, say, $5,000 right now, what would you spend it on? If you went to the store right now and you saw something that you actually really wanted and you have the amount, what are the thoughts that come to your mind in terms of whether you should buy that or not buy that? When it comes to investing, where are you investing? Are you investing? Why are you not investing, right? A lot of times I will find that people actually are saving money. However, they're not investing it. And as you probably know by now, when money sits down in your bank account, if it's not accumulating any interest, you actually are losing money because inflation is about 2% or so per year. So if your money is not accruing that amount of interest at the minimum, you actually are losing money. So the bottom line is that I want you to try and start thinking of what is it that comes up when it comes to investing for me, right? Or the other thing I want you to also think about is when it comes to giving, what comes up for you? Do you give everything that you have? Do you give from a place of abundance or from a place of scarcity? Meaning, do you give from a place where you truly believe that you have enough, you have sufficient? Or you give from a place where you feel like, okay, I'm going to run out now, I'm going to run out soon. So those are some of the steps that I want you to start thinking about when it comes to this mindset. And, you know, it's okay if you want to take a pen and paper because those are two of my favorite things in life, pen and a paper or pencil, paper, whatever. But there's something magical that happens when a pen touches a paper. It's like there's this connection to your brain and just start to ask yourself those questions. And what my hope is that over the course of the next couple of weeks, over the next couple of months, as you listen more and more to this podcast, as you take advantage of some of the free resources that I have available for you on my website at moneyfeedmd.com, as you take advantage of some of the paid opportunities Opportunities that are maybe coming up with me in future on how we can help you figure out this money stuff. My goal is that you can not only start to identify your mind blocks, you can not only start to identify your limiting thoughts about money, but you can actually start to translate them into actionable steps that will ultimately create wealth. All right. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to this as much as I've enjoyed recording it for you. And I will be seeing you in the next episode. And remember, if you have liked this episode, I truly, truly do want you and would appreciate it if you can spend some time and leave me a review. You know, the whole thing about Apple Podcasts, it's how the magic happens. I want this information to get into the hands of every woman physician. And the way that you can help me on this goal is to go ahead and leave me a review and give us a five star, whatever it is you want to give, but hopefully it's a five star. (laughs) But anyways, thank you so much for listening and have a fabulous rest of the week. Bye-bye. If you have loved listening to this episode on the Money Fit MD podcast, you will love the free money course that I have on my website. So this mini course is fantastic. And it's the four steps that will change your relationship with money. It's my free gift to you for just being a part of this community. So be sure to check it out at moneyfitmd.com forward slash freedom. You are welcome. You can thank me later. Bye-bye.